Here in the circle, the circle of life. Yeah. All right, here we go. Should I start like that? Yeah, let me start like that. Hey, everybody, welcome back to this week's show. It's going to be a very quick episode. It's going to be a Jesusito because mostly I have to get up super early tomorrow. But I wanted to make sure that I put out an episode and I don't want to take my laptop and other accoutrement for the show on my next trip because I'm going to, that's right, Honolulu. Uh, I'm going on a four day mostly, I just don't want to lug everything around. Because every time I do, it's just, it's just too much, I don't want to do it. All right, let's get into the show. Remember to follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. You can find me on Facebook, the Jesus Show, not that one. TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one. On YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. You know, sometimes when I'm talking to you guys. I feel as if my words are getting stuck in my mouth. I feel I have to extra enunciate. And I also feel like, I feel as if I need to be more mindful when I say and. Because even in everyday life, I'll say er. I don't know if you guys watched that episode. I believe I just titled it Er. E R R R R R R. And in there I talk about how I've noticed I've I've done it too where instead of saying or people will say er. They'll say, "Oh yeah, let's go here." No, they say we can go oh, Hold on. I don't know what ju- what the fuck just happened. I don't want to say the name of whatever it was that just started playing stuff on my computer. You know, when you say like, do this for me, do that for me. She just started playing music. That was weird. Did not like that. I didn't even say her name. <laughs> that was weird. Wow, what was I going to say? I was on a track. Anyways. Do you guys watch any reality reality show TV at all? I used to. I used to watch. I used to watch Real World. Real World and Road Rules. And then for a hot moment, the newer seasons, I started watching... I think it was real world road rule bat real world road rule rules battle I think or something like that. Um, that was kind of entertaining. I watched. Oh yeah, I watched Bear Grylls. I don't know if you guys ever watch him, um, but it's been it's been man, it's been a while. At least like actually into a show at least five years. 
that I've seen any. It's just, it doesn't appeal to me. And knowing the people that I know in the entertainment industry, knowing that most of it is scripted, really loses a lot of its luster for me. Did you guys ever hear what happened when Bear Grylls first had his first show? I was on set of one of my friend's TV shows and they had rap for they had rap for the night, you know, they 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 finished the episode and a couple of people were talking and we're on we're on set cuz normally what would happen is well, at least in, at, at this particular show, they would rap, and then we would hang out on the set, and we would, you know, talk and hang out, and um, their set designers built them uh, cornhole boards, and I think there was like two other games, if I remember correctly, and it was a pretty big area that we had that that, that we can do this in. Because it was part of the set. It was a parking lot. Um, and in the parking lot scene, it was one of those scenes that always stuck around. So I think it was a parking lot scene. What the parking lot, the store, and something else. And then normally on a sitcom, when you're on a soundstage like that, if there's four scenes, sometimes even five, Normally you have three scenes that are always constant in the show. So the parking lot, the store, and something else. I think the office. I think it was the parking lot, store. Anyways, whatever it was. But then you had two other scenes that they would always change um, for the episode. Normally that's how it goes. So in the parking lot scene... And the parking lot, yeah, I'll call it the parking lot scene. It stayed the parking lot, so we had plenty of room to mess around. And we were sitting there and, you know, having a couple drinks, playing some, you know, uh, cornhole. And one of the, one of the actors is talking to one of my, well, he, he's talking to everybody. And he says... Oh, yeah, did you guys hear what happened with... Or did you see what happened with Bear Grylls? And everybody's like, no. And some people are like, yeah, I heard. I was like, no, I didn't. What happened with Bear Grylls? And they said, when they were filming, his camera guy pans over. And I guess his camera pans over. Because, okay, if you guys don't know who Bear Grylls is, he's this... I think he's Australian. And he teaches you how to be out in the wild. How to survive in case you ever uh, get stuck in the wild in certain situations. And the whole show is, I believe he parachutes in with a cameraman. And it's just supposed to be his cameraman and him. And they're supposed to f survive. And they film it. So it's like, oh man, it's only both of them. And, and they're in the middle of nowhere. Wherever this episode took place... The cameraman pans over, and when he pans over, you were able to see the craft services table. If you're not familiar with a movie and or TV set, 
mean, I don't know how any other, uh, maybe photo shoots are like this. Um, maybe fashion shows. Uh, I, I don't, I can't speak to that. The only thing I can speak of is movie sets and TV, TV show sets. They have something called craft services. So craft services sounds exactly what it is. Normally on a TV show and or movie, there's an area where they have all the food. They bring food in, um, you know, they have everything catered. There's all kinds of stuff, sometimes from local restaurants, sometimes from big chains. Um, you have, you know, burgers, pizzas, chicken sandwiches, um, pretty much anything you can think of. And then drink-wise, they have all kinds of sodas and juices and water. Not so many, at least during filming, um, you won't see alcoholic beverages. At least I've never seen alcoholic beverages on a movie set until you wrap for the day. Then you can find alcoholic drinks at craft services. And then on... TV shows, depending, like if it's almost towards the end of the night, then you can find alcoholic beverages at the craft services table or, or area. Um, but anyways, so we're talking, so we're playing, we're having some drinks, some of the craft service, cause there's usually always a shit ton of food. So there's a bunch of food left over from the shoot. And, you know, we're eating, we're drinking, having fun, talking. And somebody goes, oh, did you see what happened with Bear Grylls? I'm like, no. Some people, yeah. And they go, yeah, they panned over and you saw the craft services table. The bad thing about that is that lends it to believe that it's not just Bear Grylls and the cameraman. That would make it seem as if there's other people there. Uh, so there was this whole thing where like, oh, it's not real. And then they had to come out and go, well, I mean, it's a TV show. What he does is real, but like, it's not really real. And then as I talked to some more people in the industry, everything, everything is, is just scripted. So I stopped watching it. Or when I do watch it, I'm like, ah, okay, that's scripted. That's this. That's a, that's a bit. That blah, 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 blah. And then when I hear people tell me, like, oh, I watched this reality show. Oh, my God, it's so good. Because, you know, everything's real. And I go, is it? Because it's not. I mean, I've told some people that. And they've, they've gotten seriously pissed off at me. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, like, if you don't know, you don't know. And also, most of the time, I won't tell people. If they're telling me about a show, oh, really? Oh, oh wow, wow. Because it's just not worth telling them, like, what you're watching is bullshit. Which leads me to, I watched the trailer for Vanderpump Rules. I turned on the TV in the room. Peacock came on, and I was like, oh, what am I going to watch? And then just the trailer started playing. Oh, my God. I felt dumber after watching just the fucking trailer. I don't know how people watch that bullshit. It is. The trailer wanted me to scratch my, like just watching the trailer made me want to scratch my eyes out. 
It was fucking terrible. And it reminded me, oh, that's right. That's another reason why I don't watch reality show. Reality TV. It's mind-numbing and just stupid. I can't, I can't get into it. The other day, I showed up to work. And my, I think my check-in was at 5 a.m. Was it 5? It was like 5.30. I think it was 5.30. Too fucking early. And I'm passing by Starbucks in the airport. And I thought to myself, I'm super happy that I don't rely on coffee to wake me up. I really don't rely on anything to wake me up. I just, I wake up. Especially if I'm going to work. Um, I'll take a shower, get dressed. I feel tired. I feel a little groggy if I haven't gotten enough sleep, but my head, I'm just like, fuck it. Then, you know, eventually I wake up. But when I want, when I see long lines at the coffee, like, you know, Starbucks, coffee bean, wherever it is, I just think to myself, I'm so happy that I don't have to do that. Because, I mean, there's some people, coworkers and passengers, and just people in general, friends, who they'll say if they can't get their coffee, they're like, oh, my day's ruined. <laughs> I think to myself, your day's ruined because you didn't have a drink? Huh? It's very odd to me. And then it's even more odd that people will stand in line for a drink. And not just stand in line. Wait 20, 30 minutes sometimes for coffee just so that it can wake them up. But then also, I've... I've heard that it makes you shit. So then I think to myself, so you're taking a shit? Like, you're drinking the coffee before you get on the plane. And then maybe that's why everybody goes to the bathroom immediately when they get on the plane. Because everybody has to take a shit. It's insane. Um... You know, tell that special clinic that you... Oh, yeah, 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 this one. I might lose some of you guys on this one. I've always wondered, do you think hotels use special cleaning stuff for, uh, for their toilets? Allie just got back with the dogs. I actually want her to hear this. I want you to hear this. Um... I've always wondered if hotels use a special, like, high-grade toilet cleaning solution. Do you think? Basic? No, it can't be basic. Okay, here, here, here's my reasoning that it can't be basic. Or maybe they have, like, super, super cool toilets. But I really don't know because some of the toilets that I've seen, they just look like regular toilets. Okay, well, but here's my thing. When I take a shit here at the house, at any of the places we lived, we've lived, even before I met Allie, I take a shit at home or even at somebody else's home. And 
the shit streaks that I leave sometimes because it's so massive and heavy. It's hard. It's hard to get it out. Right. Sometimes I have to use the brush. Sometimes I have to use hot water. Because just flushing just won't do it. Sometimes I have to pee on it. Right. But at hotels, I've noticed that if I have a hearty shit and there's streaks, if I just leave the if if the if I leave the water or I let the water go up to the normal level, maybe five minutes after I, I hit the flush button again and then they disappear. Yeah. You think? Allie said they could have a solution, like maybe like a little tablet that they put in there, or it's like maybe maybe it's called shit fighter. Shit fighter, because I mean, hotel toilets for the most part, my shit doesn't stick around, but sometimes it does, and then I think to myself. Is this toilet average or is the cleaning solution average? Are they both average? Because they can't tackle my superhuman shit. I don't know. The next time you guys go to a hotel and you guys take a shit, just after you, after you, you know, flush, look back. If there is stuff still hanging around, give it five minutes and then flush again and then see what happens. You might be surprised because I know I am. Yeah, I think that's what I want to leave you guys with. Um, like I said, this this week was going to be real, real short, quick. Also, I'm going to film. I'm going to show you guys what a four day uh, trip looks like for me. Um I got the inspiration from my brother, Greg. Once again, thank you, Greg. Uh, dude with the crew, go check him out uh, on YouTube. And I thought to myself, ah, that's kind of dumb. But I was like, no, I think some people would be interested in it. So I'm going to film some stuff, you know, everything. When I wake up in the morning, on the drive. Not when I'm driving, but when I'm parked. When I get to the, you know, everything. Just show you everything. And give you a little insight on what one of my trips looks like. Um, yeah, so guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, and share. And let's keep uh, this podcast growing. All right, I'll talk to you next week.